And welcome back to the uh, not 68th, technically 67th episode of the podcast. I'll explain why in a moment. You've got uh, Sludge here, co-host across from me. And Mark. Our brother from Texas. Ruben. And uh, yeah, I, I totally screwed the pooch. You know, We pre-recorded an episode that's coming out next week, a big special episode we got with some friends of ours. And when recording, I called that episode the 67th episode, and that was a lie. This is the 67th episode. That was the 68th episode because it comes out after this episode. And I hope everyone's following that because it makes total, total sense. That's not confusing, yeah, is it? at all. Um, but, uh, man, we're stoked for this one because um, we've got some of Ruben's favorite movies in this episode. We're doing we're doing three in one just for Ruben, and uh, oh. we're, we're going to hit the Godzilla anime um, series on this on this episode. Uh, try and run through them pretty quick because I know a lot of people don't like them. Um, but there's people that do, and, and I know that Ruben just fangirls over these movies. Um, yeah, <laughs> he was so excited, so excited for this one. So, um, but uh, but we, yeah, we'll jump on this one. Then we got the special episode uh, next month for you, and we're we're trying to figure out what to do for you know we just finished up the monster movies, the Universal monster movies, of what direction we want to go next, you know, and usually we talk a little bit off air. Um, about what movies we've done, and, and I decided not to do that before this because we we've been talking for probably 40 minutes before this show. We usually do. Yeah. Um, but uh, to kind of give you guys a feel of, of how we decide or what we do, um, we're going to discuss real quick what do we do next? What What's the next? We've never done this oh, episode. Well, you're, you're putting us on the spot. I'm putting you guys on the, everybody on yeah. the spot. Wow. You know? Wow. Um, usually, we, you know, I'll throw out some ideas and we'll run with it. And, uh, you know, it's October's coming up, you know, so yep. we've got Halloween around the corner. And last year we did a, you know, the Ernest Scared Stupid and then we did a Halloween special. And, uh, you know, what would be a cool thing to do for everybody coming up? Wow. For next month. Wow. Wow. And we got quiet time on yeah, the air right now. Time. Yeah. See, well, I, we are, then we are, we already decided what we we're doing on, on for the Halloween special, did we not? Did we? Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, he don't know whether he's in the 68th episode Dude, or the yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> so. We discussed it. Matter of fact, it was Mark's idea. Mark says, "Well, why don't we just do that episode? What episode?" Yeah, Ruben, tell us what episode. Mark don't remember. Either. Look at him. Look at his face. <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> what did has, we talk about? Mark has no idea. <laughs> We have slept. Ruben doesn't even know. Look at him. Uh, so we can see him on, on, on Zoom. Yes. Yeah. He, he doesn't know. He's well, like, what did to... we talk about? We did talk about it, though. I, you're we, right. We, we did talk about we it. Did. We talked about it, and we said, okay, we're talking about this movie. And then, you, and then Mark said, hey, let's just, why don't we just do that for Halloween? Uh, Dang it. Man, it's slipping my mind right yeah. now, man. And so let, let's just start from okay, scratch. Let's start it all over again. Start from scratch. See now, and you, I'm still blank. You guys listening? This is what we go through. This is this is how we decide <laughs> what we review for you all. Uh, we, we talked about a movie off air last time, and uh, and then wow, and, and it was right after this special episode that we did, wasn't it? No, no, it was the one before. One before that, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we have and, and we uh, have no clue what we're we talking talked off about. air, and then yeah, then it, I remember everything except the name of the movie. I remember it all. I'm like, and you said that would be a good. I'm like, yeah, that that that's a good, that's a Halloween movie. I just don't remember which one it is. And we totally spaced it, and we did, we did. We did. So guess what? We don't have a Halloween movie now. So we got to <laughs> we we do it again. Ruined it for now. If we, you know, so for Halloween themes, there's you know, trick or treat by. Uh, um, Mike Doherty, yeah. you know, we got the, you know, that one or like an anthology of monster movies, um, would be good for Halloween themed season. I think that's a good one. Trick or treat's a good one. Um, what are some other Halloween themed besides Halloween? You know what I mean? Like yeah. we could go, you know, we don't really necessarily yeah. do the slasher films. You know what I mean? We tend, tend to stick to the, the monsters yeah. movies since, uh, monsters in the title, um, for a good reason. Um, but trick or treats one. I mean, you got vampires and zombies, and I was thinking, did we have something? One of John Carpenter's? Did we talk about uh, movies? Um, I can't remember. In the Mouth of Madness was. I don't think we discussed. No, yeah, we it. talked about that one yeah, before. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. We did the thing. Haven't done the fog. The fog. Uh, did we talk about Trilogy of Terror? I saw that. Uh, trilogy, we, we did talk about Trilogy of yeah, Terror. Yeah. Because we talked about a creep show, you know, because we talked yeah. about maybe one of those triple or, you know, story features type deal. Um, 
what do you guys think? What would you want to do? I think one of those anthologies would be good. I think Trick or Treat would be a good anthology because it is Halloween. It's on Halloween. Yeah. And uh, I'll work for me. Vampires, zombies, and a little Sam Hain, the little pumpkin monster dude that we're going for. Mark's Mark's looking in his little black book. Yeah. The old man's looking up the. the, Yeah, but. Man, I wish I could remember because whatever it was, I'm like, remember, hey, that's a good idea. We'll just do that. Why don't we do Robocop? I think it's a great idea, Ruben. Yeah. Mark loves the movie. <laughs> no. <favorite>. No. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, Trick or Treat's fine with me. Yeah, I mean, let's I'm do good. it. I mean, that's I'm a great good. one. That's fun. Yeah, I was, I was up at uh, Pumpkinhead would have been another good one, too. Oh, oh yeah. Pumpkinhead would have been real I like good. Pumpkinhead. I like Pumpkinhead. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while since we've done like a, a, a holiday special feature, like double feature. And I know a lot of people, a lot of the fans like the, the, the yeah. 50s classic drive-in, you know, where we did three. Yeah, they, exactly. they love yeah. that stuff. So. Um, I, I, I mean, would I'm trying to keep it in a monster realm because you know I'm a big fan of the Hammer films and all that, but that's not really monsters, you know. That's well, Mark, that's you, vampire you, haven't, most you haven't picked in a while. You want to do Pumpkinhead? Let's do Pumpkinhead. I'm Pumpkin I'm game Head. on that. One. All right, yeah. we'll do Pumpkinhead. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Uh, I used Pumpkin to watch it a lot as a kid. Pumpkinhead. So, all right. so there yeah. you go, oh, guys. Yeah. Boom. Favorite. That was a favorite rental of mine. Oh man, I love love Pumpkinhead. Actually, was a big fan of the sequel too, Blood Wings. We won't talk about the third or Didn't fourth one. Did you have a figurine? I did. Yeah. I had one of yeah. the uh, McFarlane movie maniacs. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Pumpkinhead. I actually had the Pumpkinhead. I had um, the Thing, and I had the Fly. Um, oh yeah. The, the yes. Movie maniacs yes. ones. Um, Very phenomenal Very figures. Good. That pumpkin head one was the bomb, though. Oh, it I mean, was. The detail on it was uh, amazing. Yeah, McFarlane's Very, figures were. Oh, dude, this Very is good. so Very good. good. I, I'm stoked for his new Batman figure that he's coming. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, I, I saw it online just the other day. Oh man, fact, it's it's yeah. awesome. Like um, the cape is done very Spawn esque. Like the like the actual cover he did, Batman one eighty eighty, whatever it is, um, where um, that I've got upstairs in the Nerd Vault. So he's doing a Batman and the same color, the blues, and it's got the sharp points of the cape, very Spawn esque type of stuff. Yeah. And of course, that was all done pre Spawn. The comic itself was. Um, it looks awesome. It's gonna be, you know, McFarlane nails it when it comes to the figures. So, okay, yeah. So next month, of course, now this month we've got, you know, we're fixing to do the anime trilogy for you. We've got a special team up episode next week uh, with our good buddies from uh, uh, Give Me Back My Action Movies. We, of course, we've got Charlie and Dan, and uh, of course, we're going to spin a commercial for them here in just a moment for you guys. And then October, we're gonna. No, we're not. I think we're fixing to do. What we got in October? Godzilla films. We just did the trilogy, so we got King of the Monsters. Yes, uh, yes. King of the Monsters. King of the next. Monsters is and next, then, yeah. and then we're going to do Pumpkinhead. I'm stoked about Pumpkinhead, man. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, Stan Winston one. directed. Lance one. Henriksen. Uh, that's a good choice. So, all right. Well, real quick, we of course we love our friends and 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 you know everybody that we talk to, Cameron over it. Um, um, at, with his show, uh, Pete. I'm thinking I got Pete in my brain because I just shipped Pete out of. He finally got the poster from Jada um, with um, Good Beer, Bad Movie Night. And then, you know, Charlie and Dan, the Give Me Back My Action Movies. They've got that new show fixing to come out, too, as far as the horror, horror movie films coming out. That's going to be really cool. Um, but uh, give them love. Give them support. Go add to all their groups. Check their shows out. And uh, we'll be right back with the Godzilla Anime Trilogy. This is Charlie with Give Me Back My Action Movies. And Dan. Join us every two weeks as we dive into the classic action movies of the 80s and 90s. That's right, Charlie. But we also take a look at some of the current films out there that still has those nostalgic feels for us. Exactly. So make sure you find us on all your major podcasting platforms. And check us out over on Facebook. We have a group where the conversation's always going 24-7. We're having a good time. I think so. I'll be back. Godzilla is not 
戦いを諦めた人類にこそ火があった終わらせてやる殺せないゴジラ怪獣惑星All right, so definitely again go check out our brothers over at Give Me Back My Action Movies, and we are rolling into the Godzilla anime trilogy for you all. And uh, um, what are you pointing at, Mark? What? Because uh, you're supposed to be running a good beer. I mean, good movie. Pete's. No, give me back my action oh, movies. We write earlier. notes, and I've got a little notepad. Okay. And Mark's <laughs> giving me this eye because we ran a good commercial beer. for well, Charlie. What's, and what's Pete? What's the name of your? Sh- podcast <laughs> good beer bad movie night good beer do i need to write bad that out in letters so, yeah yeah so good, good, good beer, beer <laughs> bad <laughs> movie bad night but i but see back to the score you just you just said pete well i was talking but, about pete because i was supporting all over the no, no no before that dude i was when you were giving us night you're gonna do it you need to go back and listen to the commercial okay. again <laughs> let's talk about the movie let's just talk about the movie let's just, <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Mark is on it. So, all right. We are talking about the Godzilla anime trilogy. I am out of coffee. And, oh, problem. you are big trouble. You're going to go through this whole show without coffee. Um, so uh, this is a trilogy of anime films, um, <clears throat> starting with Godzilla Planet of Monsters. Uh, its direct sequel was Godzilla um, City on the Edge of Battle. And then they finished up the trilogy with Godzilla Planet Eater. Um, now, the first one came out at the end of 2017, and then the next two came out in 2018. All debuted on Netflix. Um, now, they did have a small theatrical run in Japan, each one of them, which was kind of weird, because if you look at the numbers, it looks like they did terrible, but they didn't really do terrible. It's just everyone was watching it at home instead of going to the theaters for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first one ended up grossing $3 million in the box office. The second one did a million, and then the third one did a million and a half yeah. uh, as far as the box office. But again, you know, it's streaming Netflix. It's still on Netflix. Well, you were looking earlier. Yeah, it's one and two's on there. Three is three's not. On I was thinking three weird. Was... You figure all three would be on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched all three on Netflix. I watched all three. Well, when I searched for him, it was only giving me the it's first the one in the second. man. He's just, he's, I mean, okay. I watched all three. He's, he's I'll get my phone out right now. <laughs> Show us the, <laughs> the case. But uh, so these, all three movies, um, they were directed by uh, Koben Shizuno, and they were the storyline was written by uh, Jin Orobuchi, uh, because this this does it. It is a trilogy, so the storyline goes across all three films. And uh, quick synopsis of what, because we're going to talk about all three movies instead of going down and doing one at a time. We're going to kind of run through all three of them together, just for Ruben's sake, because I know I yes, look, thank you. Let me be honest with you guys. I've been lying to you for a while. Ruben does not love these movies. <laughs> Ruben <laughs> is not a big fan of them. Um, so we, that's why we decided to kind of put them all together. Just, you know, do one big package. And I, and I appreciate that. I yeah. appreciate that sacrifice. Hey, anything, anything that I can do for you, even though, you know, you still pick Whataburger over in an hour. Hey, but, you hey. know, thank goodness for, thank goodness for caffeine, you know, but instead with Pete, you know, you drink beer. I needed caffeine to keep me up. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. I'd be snoring. Yeah, he, I, just, that's he, the way it was going to be. He'll be rating his on a twelve pack of soda for this. <laughs> yeah. Is what he's going to yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I I don't rank him on how many beers it took to get how many how many sodas that it keep uh, that I need to keep up for these movies. <laughs> is what I needed. Well, yeah. interesting concept for the movie. So, I mean, the movie starts off and mankind has left Earth because Godzilla's just decimated everything. And not just Godzilla. I mean, the monsters start to appear. In the beginning of the first film, you see, you know, the flashbacks and you get to see Kamakris, uh, the smog monster, Orga. You know I mean? So you get to see a few of them um, that are kind of thrown there as like little Easter eggs. But then God, they talk about Godzilla finally appears. And when he does, it's just he's just destroying mankind. That, that's it. He's just wiping mankind off the face of the planet. And so in a last-ditch effort, um, the, the, what's left of humanity takes off to space to go to a planet to try and colonize there because we can't live on Earth anymore. Godzilla literally will not let us. Um, so they've got to take off and find another home. Unfortunately, the planet they get to, Tai-E, tai, tai, um it's unfortunately uninhabitable. They cannot live there. So now they've wasted almost all their resources uh, getting to this planet and realize that they can't, you know, that they can't live here. They need to find another place to live. And that's where the main character at the very beginning, who's the main character throughout the whole trilogy, uh, Haruo Sakaki, he's a captain on the ship. He was a child when they left, but now he's in his, you know, mid 20s. Um, he's actually holding a ship hostage because they're trying to actually see about colonizing this planet and taking a group of older people, including his grandfather, down um, to colonize the planet. 
And uh, so he threatens to blow the ship up if they don't turn around and head back to Earth because he believes the only option for humanity, we're running out of supplies, is to go back, kill Godzilla, and take Earth back. Um, and eventually th- that's ultimately what they do because they do talk him down. They send the ship down to the new planet. It blows up in atmosphere, killing his grandfather. Um, and, but they do ultimately decide they have no other choice. They're going to try going back with what they got. Now they've been out in space for 20 years, but it's been 20,000 years on earth. Um, and when they get <laughs> back, it is a much, much different planet. Cities are gone. There's no, you know, the plant life and, and earth has just overgrown everything. And it just looks like a foreign planet at this point. And they run into some uh, issues when they first get there. One of them is the breathability of the air uh, because, you know, mankind's been gone. The atmosphere has changed slightly. Um, some areas there's this fog that prevents them from being able to breathe. Um, so they have to wear their helmets and they run into some nasties on this planet, not just Godzilla because he definitely shows up. Uh, but you've got a new species of creatures called Servum, which are like these dragons that are actually a subspecies you come to find out of Godzilla. Um, and they are more, and this was a big complaint of some people, but they were more a, um, plant-based life form, even though they're an animal. So it was Godzilla, but their skin is tough as metal. Um, and so this is an adversary they have to face off with, and, and they're trying to figure out how to kill Godzilla. And that's what the first movie really revolves around. They do, there's hints in the movie of lot of mankind surviving, uh, but we don't find out till the very end that yes, there is a, a race of people who have survived on this planet for 20,000 years called the Hatuo, who play a key role in the rest of the films. Uh, of course, and this all climaxes into Godzilla shows up, climaxes into a massive battle with Godzilla at the end. And what they find out is, is that Godzilla pretty much is impenetrable because of a shield uh, that he's a electromagnetic shield that covers him constantly. But the shield goes down for a few seconds when he goes to blow or right after he blows his atomic breath. And that's their window to be able to penetrate him with these missiles in the first movie um, that they penetrate his body with em- their EMTs. Yeah. EMPs yep. that drill into him and are, the goal is, is to disrupt and be able to kill him. And they successfully do so. Actually, they drill into him and blow up when he goes to shoot his atomic breath again and blows up his entire upper half. They just completely blow Godzilla away with this plan and it works. Or so they think because the ground starts to r- shake earthquake they're trying to figure out what's going on and then the real godzilla shows up and they realize the godzilla they just fought was a subspecies much smaller because now the biggest incarnation of godzilla ever at over 300 meters comes roaring out of the ground and just starts wiping them away like it's nothing and the end of the movie the first one you see haruo who tried to distract the the real Godzilla so that everyone could escape is in a damaged machine and uh, it ends right there. Um, the second one picks up pretty much right after Huro's actually been rescued by uh, one of the girls from the Hatua who you find out uh, her name's Mina. She has a twin sister called Miana um, and you find out that Hatua have a god who actually is Mothra and they yes. talk about that Mothra was killed by Godzilla battling her battling him but the egg still remains and they worship this egg and they talk mostly through telepathy. Um, They actually have a white substance uh, on their bodies that the scientists um, for for mankind find out that um, is insect-oriented. So this has to do with Mothra. And because of this, this is actually out there able to heal Haruo and get him to feeling better. Um, And, you know, he comes back and, and he has to find everybody else. Well, as he starts to look for everybody else, they're trying to come up with a plan of what to do to stop Godzilla and the plan is to find Mega Godzilla. Now, in the background of the first film, we have two other species of humanoids that's come from space, the Belisolados, and who are very reminiscent of the you know the the primate aliens from Mega Godzilla movies. You know, what I mean, from Third Planet, you know, uh, Beyond the Black Hole. They're very tech oriented, um, all about machinery uh, type of people. They come to Earth before we leave to try and help us and um, kill Godzilla, they build a Mega Godzilla, but before they can turn Mega Godzilla on, Godzilla destroys it. And we find out in this movie that that had happened, so they decide they need to go find Mega Godzilla, get Mega Godzilla back because what they realize is the Hatuos on their spears is a metal, a nano metal, and they're getting it from that original city. And uh, so they go and they find 
the original base, which is now turned into a massive weaponized city instead of a Meg Godzilla, because the nanotechnology they have has continued to replicate over and over for 20,000 years. And now is just this massive metrop- metropolitan area that is just nothing but machinery, weaponry, and nanotechnology. So they go to do this and decide the plan is, is the same thing they did the first one. Lure Godzilla in, hit him with these EMP harpoons, and take him out. And uh, it uh, the luring plan works a little too well this time around because as soon as Godzilla's not able to find this city because the nanotechnology has formed a fog bank around it that's kind of deflected his ability to sense the city. And so while they're building reparations for it and fortifications and new weaponry, they create new mech, flying mech machines, three of them. They're called vultures, which are freaking bad, um, to, to do this plan. Because they have to move the nanotech resources, it brings the cloud bank down, and Godzilla makes a straight beeline right to the city. Um, he shows up, and it's a massive epic battle that they think they might win. Unfortunately, they do not. And, I mean, they onslaught Godzilla like it's nothing, and they find out that he has more than just the atomic ray as he starts to heat his body up to over 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit, and eradicates most of this city in one massive blow. Um and so they're down and out again. What do we do? And then in enters the third film, the Planet Eater, uh, which this time there's a third species. We talked about a moment ago of humanoids called the Exes, um, where one of the main, the other big main character whose name's Metfis, um, who has pretty much been Haruo's kind of father character since the beginning. You know I mean, he's he's been with Haruo since he was a kid, and Haruo looks to him as a father, as a friend, a brother type deal. And you come to find out that Mephis and his species, his humanoid species, the the Exes, they their planet, of course, was killed by a monster. And you find out in the third film that that's happened on almost every civilized planet in the universe. And they have been going from planet to planet trying to warn people, so they say, about this happening and trying to 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 give people safety and salvation in some way from the destruction of their planets from these monsters. Um, so as they're trying to find a new way to destroy Godzilla, Metfis is, and is starting to talk to all the people that the remaining survivors of the way of their God. This movie takes a very major spiritual turn and you come to find out that it's all one big massive betrayal from Metfis from the beginning and his god is none other than King Ghidorah himself, who they call the King of the Void. And his plan this whole time, his whole mission for centuries, has been to bring King Ghidorah to Earth to destroy Earth and all life, because that's what that's what Ghidorah does. He's the, he he destroys everything. And as this all comes to fruition in a pretty bloody sequence, um, which was pretty intense, he's gotten a lot of people kind of on his side. And believing that, you know, in order to have this salvation, you know, you, you got to, you know, it's coming from, you know, their God, which they don't know yet is Ghidra. And he has him take this drink. And when he takes this drink, he uses this technology called a Germatron, I think is what it was. Yeah, um, that's it. Mm-hmm. That uh, uses it. <laughs> and all of a sudden you start hearing it, it lights up and you start hearing Ghidorah in the background and you see his shadow coming out from him and his shadow crosses his people you see a, you know, a guy's head bitten right off, a leg bitten off. You see got Ghidra eating these people almost like from an otherworldly dimension. Pretty brutal scene because these people don't realize they're nothing but sacrifices in order to bring Ghidra from that dimension to, to Earth's Earth. dimension. Yep. And then that's when it culminates and that's what happens. <laughs> Ghidra shows up uh, through these dimensional portals and starts immediately attacking Godzilla. But Godzilla can do nothing. He can't touch him. He tries to hit him. It doesn't work. He tries to shoot his atomic blast at him. It doesn't work. It's like it goes through him like it's almost like he's a hologram. But Ghidra's able to actually bite him and attack him and starts sucking the life force right out of Godzilla. While all this is going on, the planet's, you know, looks like it's in a big massive hurricane anyways. That's when the you know, Haruo and the Hatuo realize, you know, this is because somebody's calling Ghidra here. And they realize that it's Metfis the whole time. And so it culminates to a big climax battle between Haruo and Metfis, as well as Godzilla and Ghidorah. And Haruo is able to overcome Metfis and destroy the tool, which he has now placed bloodily inside his own eye, Metfis has, that he's yeah. using to call Ghidra so that Ghidra can see what's going on. And when Haruo breaks it, it ultimately ends up killing Metfis. 
Um, but then it gives Godzilla the upper hand because now Ghidra is tangible and got, turns the tide and Godzilla just takes Ghidra out and the portal's out like it's absolutely nothing. And the movie ends with the remaining humans starting to live and incorporate themselves with Hatuo naturally. And one of the things that Methys talked about with Haruo was Godzilla is on every planet. He's created because of mankind's selfishness and greed to to prosper itself to be the greatest of everything on the planet. And so every civilization meets an end to a Godzilla. And this <clears throat> who realizes this and it comes into fruition when one of the other guys, the human the doctors that's left, takes the vulture from the second film and is able to turn it back on. And he tells him, man, with the nanotechnology from this, we're, we're going to be able to re- rebuild and, and, and all the old civilizations. And that's when Haruo realizes if we do that, then we're right back to square one. It's going to be all over again. So he takes the vulture and with one of the female um, survivors who's now encased in nanotechnology, loads up in the in the vulture itself, flies straight to Godzilla and says, we're the last. I am the last that's got the hate for you. I'm the last that carries on the civilization. The Hatuo obviously don't. They know how to live the right way. And the movie ends with Godzilla blasting Haruo away. And that's it. Although, I mean, just one massive story that spanned across three movies, I think is a great storyline. Great storyline. Uh, but So we got those in three anime films. We got into time two. Because at the, you know Toho couldn't, even though they did Shin Godzilla, or technically supposed to, they couldn't release a live action film. So this gave them an opportunity to team up with Polygon Pictures and uh, make an anime series, you know, series of films. Because nothing's ever been done anime for Godzilla, really. You know, I mean, we had the Hanna Barbera, nothing Japanese wise. Yeah, it's, yeah. it was all, no, no, all Hanna Barbera. Nothing that would be yeah. considered yeah. anime. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you the Hanna Barbera cartoons, the '98 Godzilla series animated series and that's it so this was the yeah. first time we had gotten it, what the 98 one anime series uh, or the <laughs> okay. cartoon series okay. yeah which okay. is superior to the movie i'll okay. fully back and support the 98 cartoon by the way you will oh yeah okay because that, that was godzilla <laughs> okay it didn't yeah. take five missiles to beat him he blew okay. f- you know radioactive yeah. breath how'd he look uh, he looked just like the movie yeah yeah, yeah. i thought he, he did i thought he like- did yeah. <laughs> oh, don't you still have a figure up there, don't you? Those are from the animated oh, series. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So those are from the movie. Those figures are from the animated series. Oh, oh. Yes. One and the same, right? No, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely not the same. Yeah, sure. Um, so anyway, so this was the first time that the first Jess outing is on the for, couch for, clapping for, right now, by the way. For the <laughs> for the anime series. Um and uh and it was a mixed bag, big time. Each film individually was a you know mixed bag of the first two films. You know, the biggest part of the praise was Godzilla himself, and the animation style was just gorgeous. Um, the third film, as far as reviews, was definitely much better than the first two. Got much better reception. I mean, IGN praised it, saying, you know, the first two were kind of a chore to get through, but the payoff in the third one was well worth the work. It was almost kind of a build-up to the third movie. It really was. Yeah. Really, yeah. really, really was. Um, but this is a movie that's that is it's torn between the fans, and I would say honestly, this is probably a series of films that has at least for the Western fan base is more negative than positive for the for most people that I know of. I mean, Ruben, would you say the same thing? Yeah, yeah, I, I would be one that was on the negative. You know, now I'm you know, I, well, I'll talk about it in a little bit. <laughs> My mind was changed a little bit, just a bit, not a lot. Just a, a little, bit. just a little bit after the second viewing. Mm-hmm. So let, yeah. let's let's jump into it, man. I mean, so it's the three films. Let's kind of hammer them all. I know there was a little bit longer of a synopsis, but we got the hey, give me a break, people. I had three movies to go through. Yeah, three right. movies. You did good, uh, man. At an hour and a half a piece, yeah. you yeah. just did. Yeah, you did. You real did good. what? Uh, three, four, four and a half hours. So not, uh, four and a half hours of, uh, well, maybe a little bit more, maybe almost five. In uh, a few minutes, so yeah. you did all right. Yeah, you need to take a drink of that caffeine. I, I need and, to. And, and the thing about it is, is he did it all straight out of his head. I mean, he didn't have no notes down here or nothing. Did a hey, good man. job. You know, uh, man, did a real I tried good my job. best not to. to I think do. it had something to do with that '98 series. That no, definitely got it going. Yeah. Yeah. That was got not it. Going. So, going. Uh, <laughs> well, let's jump into it, really, man. You know, we gave you a hard time about this one, you know, because I know that you wasn't a big fan of these. Let's let's start with you first. You, what's your all your right. second viewing take of this trilogy? But, my second viewing take actually uh, helped because it, it upped my stomp rating. Going into this, I was going to give it something close to uh, 
the genome. That's how bad. That's how much I did not Real enjoy low. this the first time. Yeah. Real low. And then after watching it, I discovered that uh, maybe, uh, you know, like I said, uh, I th- it's what did I say, five hours. It's five hours. I think they could have told a story in three. As I really do. I really think it was kind of elongated. There was a lot of unnecessary scenes in there. I think they could have came out. Um, but this time I was I was pretty wide awake for all three of them. And uh, the story is great. I'll, gi- I'll give you that. The story's great. Um, Godzilla's design is is it's great too. The, 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 uh, anime style, I think you alluded to earlier. It, it's good. Um, I just, you know, and, and what I found, what gave the, uh, what gave me that up score on this one is the, the story. The story was much, much better than I remembered. Um, to, to compare the, the first, first, my first viewing, I just hated Haru. I'm like, this guy is just whining about Godzilla. <laughs> The whole freaking time. You know, he's whine, 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 Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla. I mean, you know, dude, do something about it or shut up. One of the two, all right? And, and he did do something about it. Um, you know, and but then watching it again, I said, okay, I kind of understand. I still don't understand. I mean, I understand why he hated Godzilla because he wants planet Earth back and this and that and the other. And, you know, it, Godzilla took everything from him. But at the same time, you know, he seems to be adjusted quite well. And I'm like, and now he's, you know, he's, he's a captain and, and, you know, and, and all this other good stuff. So, I, but watching his story and, and putting his trust in, in, in Memphis and, and all that, I'm like, man, you know, this is great. So going through the story, I was like, man, the story's great. What I didn't like is I didn't like the idea of Mecha Godzilla as a city. I thought that was ridiculous. I didn't like it. I didn't think it was a very good, concept i wanted to see mecha godzilla so first viewing i was so disappointed that i think i harped you know i i did like horror i just complained oh this anime is just terrible you know because i wanted to see mecha godzilla i'm you know because just imagine a nano metal mecha godzilla in mecha godzilla form going up against this godzilla Oh, just awesome. imagine well, that they, battle they even had i mean you could buy a figure of the actual mecha godzilla because they had a full design for him <laughs> Yeah, they did because in the first one, they they show them. They show like we can't get them to work. You know, in the first in the first of the three trilogy, Mecha Godzilla is built. They just can't get them to work for some reason. They just couldn't get them to operate. You know, so that's when they had to evacuate the planet, go onto that space station, and and try to find somewhere else to live. So, I was disappointed because I wanted to see a battle between Mecha Godzilla and Godzilla, a nanometal Mecha Godzilla versus Godzilla would have been the most ultimate of battles. Just imagine that. Because oh, the metal metal amazing, especially you know, with this. It would have looked style. amazing. Yeah, and with the art style. So in the first viewing, that really disappointed me. But then watching it a second time, I you know, I'm like, well, you know, this story is good enough that that it took some of that sting away from me. And then in the third one, I was disappointed. <laughs> I like Ghidorah's head style. But I didn't like that he was from another dimension and untouchable and basically was just a big old Manda. Amanda with a Ghidorah head. I, I didn't like that. I wanted to see King Ghidorah. Once again, the anime disappointed me. And I'm uh, like, man, I wanted to see King. Imagine that King Ghidorah full form fighting against Godzilla. You know, that would have been just the awesomest battle, too. I'm like, man, there's two opportunities the anime missed that I think would have made this. You know, as far as stop ratings, it would it would have been in the upper half instead of the lower half yeah. or the middle. Okay, so but but the story's so great because to me, you you mentioned it was you know it got very religious, but to me it was you had one race that was all about technology and all about science, and they didn't care about religion. Then you had another alien race that was all about religion and didn't care about science. Yeah, and neither one wanted to meet in the middle. You know, so to me, it was, it was the moral of the story is like you have if you just care about science and, and forget about religion or forget about a, a god or a deity, you're no better off than the religious people that, that just discard science altogether. You know, to me, that's I saw that and yeah. I really liked that part of it. I really thought, you know, that's pretty cool because it's telling you don't take a stand on one side or the other. The two could coexist, but you have to be willing to 
to work at it. And neither one of those ra- and all they did was put the human race right in the middle of the thing because, uh, you know, of course they made him a cat that, you know, the, the, the alien race. Oh, I forget the, uh, Bella pseudo, the Bella pseudo Bella Bay. made him. Yeah. The, the, you know, they were the religious cult. Yeah. They were the religious people. They wanted him because they wanted to bring back their God. The exifs wanted him because he was, he was going to be able to kill Godzilla. You know, he, they, they thought there that would, you know, so they both, they both wanted him for their own purpose and they, they both used him for their own purpose. And they both ended up failing at the end, you know, because finally we find out that humanity is, is really the best of both worlds and, and you don't have to pick. So at least that's the way I looked at it. Yeah. I, or can, it can is, be, can, can be, yeah, he yeah. picked humanity. I mean, when he goes to that battle, when he does, when he fights over to me, I don't know if, the, if you saw this. To me, it was Haru that was controlling King Ghidorah, not Mesfi. I mean, he wanted that hate. He had that hate for Godzilla, and they were using that, uh, a la a la Revenge of the Sith. They used the hate. <laughs> he, they used Haru's hate. They used Haru's hate to 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 uh, fight Godzilla and to bring basically bring king Ghidorah in well yeah and and Mephis even them. talks about in order to uh, the last thing needed to bring Ghidorah fully yes. into the world is Haruo's sacrifice he needs to be the, the yes. final sacrifice he makes it he, he was going to be the final sacrifice and he was telling him and, and I found that so funny because in the second movie they wanted they, Haru again needed to sacrifice himself and give himself to the nano metal right. <laughs> to, to defeat Godzilla <laughs> so I said so you have this poor kid who is used by one group because they wanted to kill Godzilla, but then this other group wants to use them to bring King Ghidorah into the world. And all because of, uh, you know, one, of course, because of his hate for Godzilla. And, uh, and he was an intelligent guy. He, you know, his, his military strategy was perfect for, for, you know, for Godzilla to fight Godzilla. Matter of fact, it worked. Yep. It worked both times. Technically it worked both times. Uh, they just didn't know Godzilla had one last defense, but, uh, technically Godzilla went to, you know, Godzilla was dormant after that second battle. Yeah. So technically he won both, both battles. So what won me over and actually bumped up my score a little bit was the storyline because it was really deep and intricate and there was betrayal. Um, Haru loses what I assume is they're not really boyfriend and girlfriend, but they care for each other. You know, and and he loses her. You know, she's one of the pilots of the one of the vultures that the nano metal actually takes over. Yeah, Yuko, Yuko, and yeah, yeah. Eco, yeah. And and what happens is, you know, the, the nano metal takes her over. It doesn't take him over because, of course, the, uh, the the race that's on Earth when he was injured in the first movie, they they worked on him, and whatever they used on him, the nano metal did not like, so it wouldn't stick to him. You know, so I thought that was cool. I like that race of humans that that were were on because you're right. It's like a. I always assumed it was Mothra. Did they ever say? I'm not. Yeah, yeah, sure. Did, yeah, because you even see. Yeah. Well, um, they don't actually name Mothra in the movie. But they we, don't, but, right? No, but you know. But we, the, yeah, the assumption is there. Like oh, yeah. I, I, you know, I watched the whole movie and I'm like, well, I'm assuming it's Mothra. Well, then you even see Mothra and, in uh, the shadowed out full form because he even says that that's a moth. You know, while he's in the in the vision yeah. deal battling Harua or battling Metfis. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Mayana shows up there and she shows yeah. up by Mothra showing up there, you know, flying through at that one point. So, yeah. So it's, so, you know, so I'm like, I assume that's Mothra. And yet that's an, another race with another different God. <clears throat> and Metfis tries to get into their, I guess what they're called, their, their, their room of worship. And she stops him, says, Hey, get, you know, and he goes, Oh, okay. I, I'll leave. But he uses them too. I mean, he actually, you know, captures one of them and and uses. Uh, the, I, I'm assuming he just he captured her to lure her to lure Haru up there for the battle. You yeah. know, for the final battle for them to take. That's that's another assumption I'm making. I'm like, what does he care about her? You know, but he has her tied up. You know, up there, and I'm assuming it's bait. So, um, although I didn't, I I, I still don't think. I think they could have done a lot better. They left a lot on the table, and I think that's why, uh, in my first viewing, I, I 
I didn't care for it because I was there was more disappointment in that first viewing than there was um, excitement, you know, because I was hyped up for that first one. I'm like, man, this is going to be cool, you know, because I'm a big anime fan. I watch a lot of animes and I thought, man, this is going to be cool. And I was let down on that first viewing. But on the second viewing, after going through it and actually uh, maybe paying a little bit better attention this time, I, I noticed, hey, man, this storyline is great. And I'm not sure about the music, but it sure does. Uh, the music sounded very Godzilla 2000. I don't know who did the music on that one. Uh, uh, that, I didn't look that up. Uh, Takayuki Hattori did the music for the entire trilogy. Okay. All yeah. right. And the score so, is great, I think. Yeah. The and score very, is great. Very I, say, I, I, like the, I really like the score. It was good. It was, it was epic. Um, and I don't know how you feel about I felt Godzilla was just a little bit too slow compared to other um you know other incarnations yeah. Of yeah i think a lot of in a lot of his moves that it, it seems like he was moving in slow motion uh, and right that, it sure does that, yeah. that yeah did. and i don't know if that was for effect or if he was really moving that slow because um you still got that sense of dread when he was heading your way of course he's a massive 300 meter beast so. yeah well i think that's when they were working on it too i mean because if you have because they were trying to put some legit science in the movie itself when you have a a, right. a, a creature that size that's how he would right. move because of the mass. He would be moving slower than a Godzilla that's a hundred meters, just because I mean, you know, yeah. there's so much more mass. Yeah, because of the size. So, and that's something. Well, they might be doing it to affect or to bring it, bring it like you said, be more, I guess, correct, anatomically correct. I guess would be the term used for that. Like a, a how would a beast that size move? Yeah, type of thing. And uh, well. I found really? that I found that strange. Yeah. Also, yeah, I also found it strange that they didn't think. Well, you know, Godzilla's on this side of the planet. Why don't we just go to the other side? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. you, know? <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, we have a rotating uh, space station in orbit. Why don't we keep it in orbit and let them keep an eye on Godzilla? You know, rotate a crew up there and live on. And if you need to move, well, then you move. You make different colonies, and problem solved. You live with Godzilla. You know the uh, the tribe that was down there lived, uh, you know, amongst Godzilla for twenty thousand years or whatever amount it took them to to uh, to I'm I'm missing the word to evolve into whatever they were, but they survived somehow with Godzilla on the yeah. planet with all those creatures. Because if, if I remember correctly, they even theorized that all the everything on Earth evolved from Godzilla's DNA. Yeah, it's left on yeah, Earth. Yeah, that was right? one of the, they, they one kind of the, theories, the plants, yeah. the plants, the animals, everything. It's got Godzilla's DNA in it. In other words, Mother Nature. I think they even use this term. Mother Nature chose Godzilla as as the dominant species on Earth. Mother Nature did that. Earth did that. So that's what saved it. Is the story. I think the story is pretty darn good. I think they could have told it in three and a half hours rather than the five. Um. So that, that's really all I got. I, I think I got more praise on it than I thought I was going to after I seen I saw this three times. Now I I liked the first one more than I did the third the third one. The third one was great. The second one I did not like, but I I was fine with the first one because it it laid down everything and you got to see Godzilla. You got to see them fight Godzilla. Yeah. Um, uh, so I I think if if I had to rate all three, I would rate. The first one at number one, then the third one is is the second best, and then of course, um, the city, the living city, which I did not care for at all. I just did not like that concept. Um, so th that's it, man. Those are all my pros and cons of this movie. Um, uh, I think uh, I've got a little bit more respect. I, I know I have a little bit more respect for this movie than I did uh, when I watched it the first time. Um, but I will admit that first time I, I fell asleep and I had to get, I, I woke up and then I have to rewind it <laughs> and, and watch it over again. That first viewing, I'm, I'm telling you. And so this time I said, I made sure I had a drink. I made sure I was, you know, it was early in, instead of late. And, uh, uh, although I, I, this last one I watched Sunday, uh, Saturday night, I think, what was it? It was pretty late. Sunday night. It was Sunday night. And I was sitting there watching a football game. And I said, you know, and I watched Walking Dead. I'm like, man, I got to watch that third Godzilla. I got darn, I got to get this done before tomorrow. So it was it was yesterday <laughs> evening that I finally saw it. I saw Walking Dead. I saw, I forgot what else I ended up watching. And, and uh, 
man, I don't know what I watched because I know I ended up watching Walking Dead from from a recording. But the bottom line is that I saw that one and even that one, I, I stayed awake. So like the third one gained a little bit more respect because I actually didn't get sleepy at all for it. So um, that's it, man. That's all I got. Let's Mark, see what you guys well, got. I'm, uh, I'm pretty close to what he's saying and what he's talked about there. Uh, the first, the first movie, I think I did like better, uh, than the second. And then the third movie, um, was fantastic. Uh, uh, you know, my first time watching it first time around, it was hard to get into. Um, uh, you know, I wasn't, uh, I was bought on that 20,000 year leap that they went through and, and, uh, the different changes, you know, the earth goes through and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it was, um, uh, rough for me first time around, uh, watching it again uh like ruben i i i really liked the first one uh just seeing godzilla seeing you know and it wasn't the storyline didn't seem as drawn out to me as what it did the first time around first time around i was just like give me yeah. some give me some toothpicks pry my eyelids open because i'm <laughs> I'm, di- I'm dying here bad uh but the i mean the animation in it to me is is just phenomenal it's just fantastic. It's one of the better um, Japanese animes uh, that I've seen um, for what, for, you know, for what it is, you know, and uh, I think overall of the three movies, uh, it ties it in really, really good. And it could have been condensed down because it's one of those things that, okay, yeah, I'm going to go back and watch this again. Uh, but I want to want, I want the whole story. Uh, do I have five hours right, right. today? Yeah, you know, exactly. to, you know, to, to get that feel good. I've I've just watched a great Godzilla movie. Uh, so I mean, music wise, I think everything was great. The the soundtrack on it is just is is fantastic. Now, the uh, Mecha Godzilla City, uh, I, I was okay with that. I was okay with that. Uh, you know, and I was looking. I was, I was, <laughs> I was looking on my phone here and, and I think he was asking about if, if that was Matra that they were the fallen deity and you just poke on the phone and automatically and just goes straight. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the reference they were making to, uh, in which, and when you see the, the twin girls, you automatically know, then there's an egg. Yeah, that, and it's, you see, it, yeah. it, it, it was it, a bunch of assumptions for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did they actually actually say anything now, about them? But, you know, I sure made a lot of assumptions If on you're, that. if you're not a Godzilla fan. And you're watching this first time through, you you know they have to be lost, kind of lost in that area. Yeah, because there's yeah, a lot of mythos yeah, yeah, there. You yeah. know that you're yes. you're supposed to assume uh, that that you know what's going on, and so maybe it was uh, this was made just for Godzilla fans and and other people uh, that are non Godzilla. I don't know how you could be yeah, not know about Godzilla, yeah, you have but. To. Yeah. Um, uh, to know. It'd be hard to say. I watched this movie, and this is the first Godzilla movie I ever watched. Yeah, I think most people knew, and that's why I said, "Man, I made an assumption, and I really don't know if they said the name." You know, that's how much I, I just saw that. I'm like, "Oh, Matra," and yeah, that was the end yeah, of that. I didn't yeah, pay attention. Yeah, you just well, uh, yeah. you, as as soon as you see the the twins standing up there, oh yeah, you that's know. the very first yeah. thing you think of. That's <laughs> to me, it would be, uh, or is what it was. So I think overall. Uh, I'm in the middle of the road. Uh, I wasn't disappointed, but I wasn't excited. I wasn't, you know, when I, when, when I finished with this, when I got done with this, uh, I, I was like, okay, that was, it was good. It was decent. I liked it just long and drawn out. And so, um, uh, that's my, probably my only negative is it's so long. Uh, yeah. otherwise I think, uh, uh, you know, the, the graphics, everything about it is, is fantastic. The characters I like for the most part. Um, and, uh, I think, yeah, I'm pretty good on that. That's where I pretty much where I said on it. I'm a fan of the movies. You know I mean? I'm again, kind of like Mark. I'm, I wasn't opposed to the mega Godzilla city. I was, you know, is it the best thing ever? No, it would have been awesome to see mega Godzilla in full battle, but well, you can you kind of get hyped up at first when they first start talking about it. It's like, oh yeah, here we go. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I was not, I was not let down because one, it was something fresh, you know right. what I mean? Like something a little bit different from a Godzilla cause we've had him the same way over and over again. But so it was, it was a, definitely a very different take, but if it wasn't for the massive onslaught that Godzilla received from the city, 
I, I would have been severely disappointed. Like, that onslaught was a Mechagodzilla onslaught. You know what I mean? If, if they didn't have that yeah, equivalency there, yeah. then I would have been extremely disappointed in the Mechagodzilla City deal. Um, but the payoff of the, that attack was pretty freaking sweet. And the vultures... See, and I don't see that attack as being from Mechagodzilla. I see it as being from... from What they created from... The, from- yeah, from, yeah, yeah. I well, mean, yeah. they created all that. When, yeah. you, when you look at the city, I mean, all it's all this, it's all nanotechnology together. You know what I mean? So it was all just because they talked about it like, okay, we're going to move this much of our resources of the nanotechnology to here, then this much to here. So they were just reportioning as you see the buildings being built, you know, or the things right. being added on. They were just restructuring Mega Godzilla to other parts of this massive city of what it is. I mean, that's how, that's how I'd, I'd seen and understood it in that. And then the same thing with the vultures and the vultures were really freaking cool. Like I, yeah, thought, that was, I, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. yeah the vultures, yeah. those were the coolest were part of, of the second movie. That was the, yeah. that was the very, think, very Gundam. Like, yeah. Very that's that's literally yeah. what I was about to say. That yeah. is the closest we'd ever get to seeing a Gundam yeah. fighting a Godzilla. Yeah. Like yeah. they were super mm-hmm. cool. Um, but I mean, yeah, yeah, it's still disappointing not to see a, a full on Meg Godzilla, but it gave me enough to not be fully disappointed in it. Um, you know, I was still would have been much happier, like Ruben said, I'm, you know, with Meg Godzilla himself, like a nano Meg Godzilla would have been freaking sweet. But they kept me entertained through it. The movies could have been, other than the third one, I do think the third, the 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 first two could have been shortened on the time. Um, the second one especially, I felt was a little too drawn out. You know, I think it's like an yeah, hour and yeah. an hour and fifty minute runtime almost. That definitely could have been like an hour and twenty. I mean, you could really shave twenty thirty minutes off of that film and streamline the story a little bit, and it, I think it would have ran better. The first one, I mean, I love that. I thought it was great. Uh, it was I love the fresh take. You know, coming back twenty thousand years later, Godzilla's. You know, of course, the design's different. The way, way he's made's different. Um, but it wasn't spectacular to me. Like I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, another reboot of Godzilla and take. And I, you know, I like, I like the characters. I did think in the first one, mainly not so much the second, third one, but I'm with Ruben. Hero was freaking whiny as all get out. Yeah. So yeah. at first I wasn't a big <laughs> fan of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I was like, but as you continue to grow through the movies, I grew to really like that character, especially the third one. Yeah. Like the third yeah. one to me culminated it was the epitome of this trilogy. Um, for but each one has a payoff. I felt like so the first one was good, enjoyable. The, again, like we've said, it the the animation style is great. Um, the designs are great. The the soundtrack I think is super great. I love the servum. Like the servum, I thought were super cool. Um, yeah, it keeps driving me nuts because I, you know I want I, I want to order one of the servum figures, bandom or band I did. But anytime I find it, it's like thirty bucks. But you used to be able to get it for like eighteen. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> Um, so I thought they were really cool. Even the worm versions of them, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. that you see were, were super cool. So I liked that concept of everything, but to me it was just wasn't anything spectacular until the end yeah. of the first one. When they blow up Godzilla, I'm like, son of a gun, they did it. How are we going to continue on with this trilogy <laughs> now? And then the real Godzilla showed up. That was like a jaw drop moment for me. I was like, oh, okay, that made up for the whole hour and 20, 30 minutes I just watched. This was freaking epic. Um so I love that with the first one. Second one, yeah, when we talk about Mega Godzilla City, it was the it was the low ball point of the trilogy. But the, for me, the third film was the, was it, man. Like, was worth the build up to get to it. Um, again, I wish the first two were a little shorter time wise to to get there quicker. Mm-hmm. But the betrayal from Metfees because Metfees is pretty yeah. much Huro's dad. You know, I mean, because his parents were killed and he's taking care of. You know, you see the flashback scene of of Huru as a kid in line. And they're handing out trays of just water. And then Memphis pulls out of his pocket a little thing of meat for him. You know what I mean? Like, and you see him, Memphis always there the whole time. And so when he finds out that the whole reason the ship that his grandfather was on was blown up was because of Memphis, that was the ultimate betrayal yeah. right there, you know? Mm-hmm. And Memphis is really just kind of groomed Haruro to be the ultimate sacrifice for Ghidra. Like, that whole, that, that might be the best, in my opinion. I'm going to say this boldly the best human drama part of any yeah. Godzilla film I've ever seen. Like that is I agree. so that's deep. what sold yeah. me. Yeah. So that's what deep sold and me. awesome. Um, it, it was very Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was definitely very he groomed Anakin. <laughs> he, he did. Um, the, the lack of Godzilla in the third film didn't even bother me. 
because of how good the drama, the human drama was with what was going on. But then the moment, like for me, like that's the said the first sacrifice scene where Memphis is is talking, having everybody repeat after him. You know the the surviving humans from Earth, and they take the drink, and and then just the atmosphere just became horrific and you see the, the, the sound effects the sound oh, effects yeah. alone were horrific man oh, you heard the dude. crunch and the That's, it was yeah i mean yeah. like ghidra's eating these people not and not like ju- i mean yeah. just i mean you see half a head gone head hits the floor leg gone i mean he's and he's just killing these people but you don't see him but you see his shadow as he's doing it that was just yeah. creepy man like that was just like dude this i like where this is going and then when Ghidra finally showed up, I'm Ruben, I'm with you 100%. So for those who, who haven't seen this trilogy yet, when Ghidra shows up, there's three portals from his that, that bring him from his dimension to ours. And so it's just pretty much like one elongated, like super long version of each head, <laughs> one for each portal. So you don't really see the right. wings, you don't see the body. You do briefly in like the the spiritual scenes with Haruo. Yeah, there you go. You know, you 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 see the the silhouette of the full body, which would have been epic to see on Earth, but you don't actually. That doesn't actually is when it happens because of the way things pan out. So the design, I'm I'm with Ruben 100. I'm I, you know the head looks cool. I love the the yeah. multiple eyes, almost like an insect. I, mm-hmm. I did not like the design ultimately as a whole was my least favorite design for Ghidorah ever, but the character itself and the concept and the power of Ghidorah is probably my favorite because like, I mean, he's always been Godzilla's arch nemesis and yeah, Godzilla's always had to have someone's help, but Godzilla's always still been able to kind of go toe to toe with him. You know I mean? Ever since 64, he's been able to, to, to rumble and throw down when Ghidorah shows up in this one, he is absolutely helpless. Nothing he's works. Defeated. Yeah, he's defeated. I mean, Ghidorah yeah. is killing him. He can't hit him because his punches are going through. Because it's almost like it's you know, it's almost like it's a hologram. Because he's, right. he's he's in our dimension, but he's not fully in our dimension because again, they need the sacrifice of Haruo to bring him in fully. But he's able to attack Godzilla and start eating at his life force. Godzilla's atomic ray doesn't work. The heat blast doesn't work. Nothing works. I mean, and he's just in that moment where he lifts Godzilla off the ground. It's like. But every bit of it, I mean, from the moment, and I'm sorry, the moment he showed up on the ship, we see him in the portal in space when he starts to come through that rift. Yeah. And the, the space station, they literally, at one point, it's like they, they see their death happening on all the monitors, but it hasn't happened yet. They're like, what's going on? Like, there's no one alive, but they're still standing there. How is this possible? Yeah. Because he's just this other, he's just this deity, just this destroyer that he's killed them before they even realize it. To me, that set the tone for him at that point. It's like, oh, my gosh. And then he he comes down, dude, and he just – Godzilla has no chance until Uruo is able to finally defeat Medfis, uh, which severs that tie, and then Godzilla is finally able to take hold. Um, and then the whole payoff at the end of, of you know, during the battle with Medfis, Medfis is like, there's always a Godzilla. Mankind, yeah. every species, brings about their own destruction – that destruction is Godzilla. And for him to realize I'm it, you know, this is, we can't, I can't let this happen. My hope, the only way I'm going to stop Godzilla is to stop this chain of hate, to stop this chain of what we are. And so for him to fly out Godzilla on that last one, and if you go back and watch it, it almost does. And I had to look at it a second time and I still haven't decided myself or not. It almost looks like when he shoots him, he not only shoots him and kills Haruo, but it looks like Godzilla himself blows up. Like the cycle yeah. ends at that point. If you go back and watch, yeah. the explosion goes all the way back to Godzilla, and then the smoke and everything encompasses Godzilla as well. Not just you know the the vulture that Haruo's in. Right. Mm-hmm. So like to me, watching if that's what happened, Haruo and Yuki, of course, is in there with with him because she's encased in the nanotechnology, and Godzilla. All explode there at the end. Wow, you and know that, what I mean? Like and that ends the cir- yeah, that, that ends that the, ends the whole thing. That yeah, ends for the them, you know. Yeah. Um, so to me, that third film, dude, is if we rated these individually, that third film would be very high for me. Second one, very very low. <laughs> you know, the first one in the middle. Um, yeah. but I think as a whole, man, I mean, I loved it the first time around. Second time around, I I love the third film even more. To me, that f- third film was just 
I'd like to see the end of that uh, again. Yeah, go back and watch because I had to go back and watch it and kind of play it in slow mo to see because it happens really quick. But it looks like once once he blows up the vulture, that whole explosion just goes right back to him, and they're all gone. You know, Um, and so to me, the the storyline, dude. I mean, Ruben said it, man. This storyline is phenomenal in these Mm -hmm. movies, uh, especially as one congruent story. Um, They could have definitely shortened it. You know, I think especially the first two films uh, streamlined a little bit better to get to the third act, um, and I think that would have been a, a much better. But I think I agree with you. The, the third act, I don't think there was any um, any dead time in it. No, the that, third that, movie. It, it's pretty. Not. It's pretty. Go, Every, go, go. I, you know, I'm, I, you know, as you're talking, I was like, man, let me try to. No, you know, that third movie does not have any anything that I would consider cutting if I was. To edit it, you know, I'm like, I don't think there's anything in that third one that is, um, that should end up on the cutting room floor. Yeah, it's just Every, all... everything was was yeah. made sense in that third film. So, I yeah, mean, so that's it's just epic. It's a, it's, it is, man. man you know, it's I mean, epic. Even though Ghidorah is probably, a, you know, for most people, the least liked design for him, um, it's still such a good storyline in that. Even Ghidorah is yeah. such a powerful character that you you. You can really overlook the design of Ghidorah, yeah, and that says yeah. a lot because I mean Ghidorah is, yeah, that's his that's Godzilla's Joker, you know, what yeah. I mean like you, yeah. that, so that, that I think that's pretty good for it. So, I, all right, yeah, I, I agree. think I think it's time, man. It's stomp down rating time. All right, so we kind of were all pretty much in agreement in this one. We gave this one overall, all three of us together gave this a three for the whole trilogy. We didn't we didn't want to rate them individually. We want to rate them as a whole, and we gave this a solid three um, from start to finish um, because of well, as you've heard us explain. So I I did give it a little bit higher. I gave it a three and a half for it, but well, uh, technically you yeah. did, but on paper well, you and, did. And, oh, and, yeah. and I went up a little <laughs> bit higher. I mean, go, going into this movie. Uh, I think I said this before the show began. This this was gonna get a Gino rating when yeah. from the first. Oh, if yeah. I would have just gone by the first viewing, and then after watching it, it, it went up to a three, and it was gonna be a two at least. At, at go, let's just put it this way: when I sat down, I had already made up my mind it was gonna get a two in my mind. The story was so good that it went up a whole stop. That's that's how good the story is for this, you know. So. Yeah, it's. Um, I it, think it it's worth mind. checking it out. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. if you guys haven't seen oh, it, it's definitely a must watch. Yeah. yeah even if you've Godzilla. seen it before, like Ruben said, you know, a lot through this yeah. is the second viewing really changes a lot. You know, after that first initial, because I mean, especially the Meg Godzilla one. I mean, that that's an initial shock. A lot of us were pretty mad that there was no Meg Godzilla. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I mean, so getting past that initial shock, I mean, especially if you compare it to, I mean, we've now gotten the second Godzilla anime with the series Singular Point. I mean, I, to me, there's aspects of this movie trilogy that I think is superior to the Singular Point series. You know, uh, I agree. They're completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, totally different, not in the same universe type deal. But, I mean, of course, now there's plenty of things about Singular Point that are better than the, the trilogy of films. But if you go back and give it another viewing, man, I think you would be surprised. Hint, hint, talking to Justin McLean specifically here. Go back and give it a, <laughs> yeah. another, another watch. <laughs> give it a shot. You might see your, your mind change a little bit. Um, it, it changed my mind, Justin. It changed my. I mean, it. it you know, I I had it real low. Yeah, it's and, possible. Uh, now there's no possible. amount of viewings of the '98 film that I knew changed I, my yeah, mind, yeah, but I, you know, well, well no. I, it, it, just just put it to you. You know, before I saw it, okay, I'm like, man, I was dreading it. You know, and, and Sludge knew it. I mean, I was like. I called him. I said, "Hey, when are we doing this?" He said, "Monday." I said, "Well, I guess I got to start watching." <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess man, I better start I these movies. What. You know, and I said, "Man, I think I'd rather watch '98 than this one." He did. That's you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, did say that too. <laughs> you know, and then I sat and watched it. I said, "You know what? No, I'd rather watch this one uh, than '98 as far as Godzilla." Because <laughs> you know, but but That's awesome. but not by much, but still, because uh, you know, it's just. Mark alluded to it. You have to invest the time for it, and I think if you do, you 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 won't be disappointed if you invest the time in it. Yeah, I mean, um, come on. If you yeah. can give, you know, up to almost twelve hours of watching, you know, nothing but walking 
to the point that even trees walk in the Lord of the Rings movies, you can invest four. Yeah, and a half that's hours. true. Yeah, you yeah, can invest four true. and a half hours yeah. in Godzilla. And, oh. and be I mean, I watched it. Yeah. See, I watched Godzilla. I see Saturday. I watched one on. Was it Friday night that I I texted you? And I think it yeah. was Friday night and Saturday night and then Sunday. So each day I watch one, and uh, you know, and so I saw them close together for one thing. So that probably helped a little bit. You know, instead of seeing them separated out like I did the first time around. And uh, after seeing them, and, you know, and like I said, Sunday, well, I was, you know, wrapped up in a whole bunch of other stuff. And then I said, oh, man, I got to watch this because there's no way I'm watching it before the show <laughs> on Monday, you know. And uh, and I knew the storm was out there in the Gulf and we were going to be we were going to be busy. So I said, oh, I got to sit down and watch it. But watching them, you know. If you do what I did, watch, you know, kind of close together instead of, you know, one every Saturday or something. I think the payoff would be way better. Yeah, that, that's what I, I know mean. I enjoyed that third one a lot better than I did the first time after watching all three. Yeah, because I, I watched the first one, and then uh, the next day I went back and watched actually the second and third one back to back. Um, that's what I end up doing. That's um, that's how I did oh, watch okay. second and third one today. No, oh, back and, back on those. Yeah, yeah. Um, so good, good movies, man. Like I mean, it, it's changed yeah. Ruben's mind a whole a whole stomp rating. Um, yeah. To me, I enjoyed it more the second time around. Mark seems to enjoy it the second yeah, time around a little better. So we recommend it, man. It's worth taking the time to go watch this, especially for a completely different spin on Godzilla yeah. that I don't think we would have ever gotten in a live action series. Um, oh no, and there it, would be no city of Mechagodzilla. No, no, not action. not There'd at all. No way. Um, so. and, and I guess that sh- initial shock of okay, I know there's going to be the city. You know, Mechagodzilla is going to be a city. So I w- that disappointment wasn't there because I was already disappointed the first viewing. And uh, it was great. I mean, even in that second movie, that 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 entrapment, you know, all that military, you know, strategy and all that to get him to get get Godzilla to go where they wanted him to go, and yeah, and all, and that was great. So, um, you know, I, I, I even the second one will pass muster, if you ask me. It's yeah. the weakest for me, but it's still. Agreed. Weakest of the trilogy, but definitely worth watching. So, all right, where they go, guys. Three solid stomps. Worth checking out for that one. And, uh, man, stay tuned. Next week, we have got the special team-up episode with Charlie and Dan from Give Me Back My Action Movies for an awesome, awesome movie that's right in the wheelhouse for both of us. Pretty stoked about it. Uh, can't We cannot wait for you guys to listen to it. You might even, we've already recorded, you might even hear me and Charlie kind of go toe-to-toe. Toe-to-toe. We got, a little, we got a little feisty with each other on this movie. I only uh, ducked three times. <laughs> only, only. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> check, check it out. And, of course, next month we'll be back uh, with the next part of the Legendary series with Godzilla King of the Monsters. And then for Halloween, we're going to hit you guys up with a great monster movie classic, in my opinion, Stan Winston's Pumpkinhead. Oh, yeah, Pumpkinhead. So, all right, this is Sludge. And Mark. And you got Reuben in Texas. Y'all have a good night. Come on, you think? You want to live forever? Now.